Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Off the Ropes, Episode 7. It's your boy, Brett Swinney. Alongside me is Kyle Owens. First thing, Kyle, uh, let's flash back a little bit. You know, a few months back, we decided to do this. It was going to be the Brett and KO show, and it's kind of like the Brady Bunch. It's expanded. I love it. I love it. I love getting different different uh, uh, viewpoints, different ideas, different thoughts. I loved having the diversity that we got going in. It started with two, and we just keep multiplying every week. I know it's going to be like the only like a nine square thing on here. So just like the Brady Bunch. Uh, let's speak into the bunch. Let's bring them in. We got uh, Brandon Ogden and Matt Diggs with us. Hopefully Jeremy Hubbard will also join us tonight. Welcome, fellas. I got the Whoa. Brady Bunch on in my head. So, uh, <laughs> I, need I'm distracted. I love that song. Well, and, and we got our new. Drum roll, we got a new overlay with our new logo up top right corner, Phyllis. Uh, got our new design with the off the ropes here. We're on Disrespect Sports Network. For those of you that are listening to us um, later, subscribe to our, our podcast platform. We're on all pod, podcast platforms on the Disrespect Sports Network. Not only will you get off the ropes, but also hopefully have some uh, That's So Dope podcast soon and uh, the Disrespect Sports Show and many more things coming. So, uh you like more than just wrestling you're in the right place and we tend to get really disrespectful about wwe around here so it really fits uh and speaking of that first thing i want to talk about before we get to backlash fellas the world heavyweight championship um okay so remind me fellas we have rowan reigns drafted a smackdown he takes both belts with him this is supposed to be a raw title correct but then we have a tournament Half of the field is SmackDown. It, this makes absolutely no sense at all. Well, it's, it's WWE, so it's not supposed to. <laughs> don't think about it, it makes perfect sense. That's right. We might have a last-second drafty over to Raw if the SmackDown. Uh, and, and I think it's kind of uh, conceptualizing the way most people would, would expect it to. I, I bet we're probably going to see a, a, a Seth versus Edge kind of match for at uh, Night of Champions. And at that point, anything is anything is open. They, they should have added let the three free agents do like a show, uh, a match on main event and make it a triple threat. Let the, someone win the from main, the, the show, uh, main event, Brock against uh, Baron Corbin against uh, someone. Well, at this <laughs> point, why don't we just add, we should have done three Raw, three SmackDown, three NXT, and three free agents. I mean. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I don't know. I just, I just wanted to voice my grievances about that. I think that's stupid. I mean, I guess they got, I guess they're going to continue the Brock-Cody thing for another three months we're gonna beat each other up 18 times i don't know i guess this is w's way of keeping cody Rhodes busy so they can drag out him coming back up to the top later um but i kind of y'all talked about when the when they released a little picture and they didn't really release the who they were going to fight until later um then i was like oh they're gonna they're gonna run seth and cody back again that is that's way too and then 
once Brock came out, I was like, oh, okay, they weren't going to, they never were going that direction. They're going to go more Brock and Cody, which, you know, the match was fine, but I was ready to him to move on from that. But I guess they're not. And it's amazing how they've gone to links to protect him because they've, I mean, it's almost as if the whole triple threat concept was to protect Cody from having to take a pin in, in this tournament while avoiding Seth versus Cody one more time. But yeah, I actually liked it because when this came out, it, it was a four, when they announced the belt, it was a foregone conclusion that Cody was like, oh, he's going to take the end. They're just going to give Cody this other title. It's not going to mean – it's going to seem kind of cheap. Well, now it's kind of interesting because now they – because you thought, oh, Cody's going to win. Well, then now they – now it, it adds a little more intrigue, even if you don't like the Cody Brock storyline. Yeah, I think um, – I, I think it's, it's Cody's championship – or it was going to be Cody's championship to win. I think it's Seth's championship to win now because they got to get Cody back to Roman to finish his story. But you, I mean, again, it was the most predictable booking you could have to have Cody in that that triple threat. You knew he wasn't going to take the pin. You knew Brock was getting involved somehow. So, I mean, it, it was kind of predictable. But at the end of the night, I think we got the outcome that we all knew was going to happen, which is Seth going on to Night of Champions. You know, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you, KO, on one thing. I, I Because Brock is such a part-timer – I was not expecting him to come back. I thought he'd be going off till SummerSlam. Uh, so when Brock came back and uh, laid Cody out, I was a little surprised because this is the most we've seen Brock in a while. I mean, Brock does not do show after show after show, and we've had him quite a bit over the last uh, couple of months, including WrestleMania. So maybe they're trying to get all of his appearances out of the way early in the contract, but I was personally shocked. Well, well is it because well, they got the, the Saudi show? Is that why? That- that's what I was about to say. They got Saudi coming up. The prince has to have Brock over there. You have to have those big names. So he's going to pay well, so he's going to be there. Exactly. He Brock's there for the payday. That's that's that was my. Th- I see what you're saying. That was my thing though. Is that it, there's a big payday coming up in three weeks that Brock's. They're not going to let Brock miss out on that. So I, I figure. I hope. I hope. I heard what you said at the start, Brett. But I hope that this second match with Brock and Cody at Night of Champions kind of finishes things, and Cody can focus on Roman maybe. Cody Roman at SummerSlam. Oh, I hope uh, too. I just, I don't, I just know how it goes. You know, we got to, we got to rematch it eighteen times. You know, I know, I know. I'm hope, but I'm hoping that they get it out of their system at Night of Champions so we can move on and not see Brock and Cody go at it again. But I don't have high hopes for that. Now let me ask you, Ko, if if they if they call if they said that they keep referring to this as a fight, if they put this in the fight pit, are you more interested? I yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it's a no DQ, even if it's a street fight or even a steel cage match, any any stipulation. Here's the thing: it needs to be a stipulation. The show is Night of Champions. This has nothing to do with the championship. So, in order for it to be on the the premium live event, it needs to be a stipulation. Either, whether it be a last man standing, steel cage, fight pit, there needs to be something going on. But the way that they keep using that word "fight," I want to fight. I, I could see a fight pit happening between Brock and Cody, and that would interest me a little more than just a, a normal one-on-one match between the two. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the uh, the final results here. I don't know if y'all have looked to see how y'all did. We, to, we can skip over this part. <laughs> I know. I know why you want to skip over this part. Uh, dead last KO. 
But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, we had Matt and Jeremy had six, six out of seven. So uh, nobody had the uh, the ta- the six man tag correct. We all missed that one, and I guess it's to extend the storyline out. And we'll talk about it. Um, I had five, and Brendan had five, and Kyle had four. So that's kind of the way it worked out. Uh, so. So shout out to Matt and uh, Jeremy got his picks in. They were legal. He just barely got them in in time, but he got them in. So um, if he comes in, we'll we'll give him some some props there. Um, what match do you want to start with? You want to start the way the card? Yeah, let's go with, let's yeah. go with the card. Yeah. All right. So we started the night um, with the I guess it was the uh, Bianca, right? Bianca and, and, and uh, Io Sky. Yeah. This is the one that, that got you, that Ke- uh, Kevin Owens. I mean, Kyle Owens. I'm going to get Kevin Owens going for the That's over. I'm going to have that trending hashtag Kevin Owens on our show. Maybe we'll get some views. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought Io, I just thought it was time for Bianca to, to give up the title. Um, she's got the 400 days now. Yeah. Um, but you could tell the crowd was very pro EO in Puerto Rico. First off, the crowd the whole night, chef's kiss, they were phenomenal. That Puerto Rico crowd was outstanding. Um, love that, but they were very pro EO throughout the night. So I kind of thought maybe WWE would go with the crowd reaction and give EO the, the championship, but Bailey had to come out and and ruin it for EO. So that's building the storyline between damage control. So I see what they're doing. Um, I thought that it was a good time to take the title off Bianca. Evidently not yet, but I think her title reign is going to come to an end soon. I'm predicting SummerSlam, it comes to an end. I don't know against who, but I think it comes to an end. Are you shocked, Brandon, about, uh, you know, kind of – I was shocked that they started turning on Bel Air. And, and I wonder if we're going to start to see this in some of the more passionate crowds like Chicago and whatnot, that maybe Bianca has, you know, obviously it's not going to be in Knoxville this Friday or anything like that, but maybe <laughs> to the mainstream fans, she's lost her luster. Yeah. And we, we talked probably about two or three episodes ago about how you, I think it was, it was probably before mania, I could maybe see a Bianca turn, but you know, some of the pushback is she had such that, I mean, She's had that such that big crowd behind her that you didn't want to turn her, and then you don't have that person to get behind. It should become somewhat like the new, you know, like the women's John Cena that people had kind of got behind, and so you didn't really want to take that away because she had been such someone someone could root for. But it would be fun to see her kind of go back to that heel, like we kind of talked in NXT, and maybe that comes comes soon if the crowd keeps as she keeps winning, the crowd keeps kind of. Kind of uh, like you said, turn it, but we'll, we'll see if that was just in Puerto Rico or if that continues after, like you said, after Knoxville. Well, with EO Scott. I always thought it was going to be Bailey that was kicked out. But now do we think that EO Scott possibly gets kicked out by Dakota Khan Bailey? I just want them all to split. I want it to be a three way turn. <laughs> 
Dakota needs somebody. EO proved that she's a star and, and she can wrestle against anybody. Uh, but Dakota has always needed somebody, even when you go back to NXT, you know, and, and Tegan Knox, she's always needed that one person with her. So I, I could see them spit, you know, turning this into spinning off EO instead of uh, the two NXT stars spinning Bailey out of there. Uh, but uh, it, it's going to take a little bit for uh, Dakota to stand on her own. And I just don't, even with her performance since SummerSlam, I don't see her being an independent star quite yet. I, I think it's setting up for EO and Bailey to have a match probably at SummerSlam um, or maybe Money in the Bank. I keep saying a SummerSlam, that's the next big paper. Money in the Bank, maybe, um, where I think EO and Bailey have a match because it just, because EO, EO realizes Bailey cost her that match against Bianca. So I think going back, we're going to start to see the dissension in the in the ranks between damage control, and I think it eventually it's going to lead to a an EO and Bailey match. Now, what happens with Dakota? I would recommend getting the titles off of Raquel and Liv, and teaming Dakota and Raquel back up because they were a very good tag team in NXT. They had a nice tag run and they had a nice rivalry going. That's who I would prefer to see Dakota with. But you're right, Matt. She needs to be with somebody. I think she's good enough to stand on her own, but I don't think she has the backing from the crowd to stand could, on her own right now. Money in the bank, the money in the bank match split them up. Where they get to where they're they they all want the briefcase and the and then kind of get the greed gets the best of them and they you see a split there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean you can see that. I I could see that. I just think there's a there's a split coming between damage control, and I think it's going to hinge on – I think Dakota's going to be kind of out of it. She's going to be the odd man out, odd woman out, I think. And I think it's going to be more EO and Bailey going at each other. And Dakota's going to be forced to pick a side, um, and she may just say screw it to all of it and just go with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and – uh, as far as the match, I mean, I think it was a fun spot match. Like, we kind of expected. You got Bianca, the athlete, Io, who flies all over the place. There were some real fun spots in this match. So, it was a, it was a good first match. It really was, you know. And, and just technically speaking, it was probably one of the best matches on the show. Uh, and it, it really got the crowd going. And we got to see a little bit of a of that weird, you know, Puerto Rico vibe when you, when you get some of these foreign crowds. Although Puerto Rico is firmly within the United States, but, you know, just a non-traditional crowd. Uh, you get to see these kinds of crazy things, and we got to see it here. Uh, and, and it was a good starter. It, it was. It might have been on the long side. I think it might have ended up 20 minutes or so. Uh, but still, I think it was, it was good to see them give uh, women's wrestling that much time and, and let them shine, and, and certainly the crowd was into it the whole match. Yeah, definitely. I, it was a good starter. Um and I know Kyle's gonna. He's he may go off screen here. We start talking about this next match, um, Seth <laughs> Seth Rollins and, and Omos. Honestly, guys, I thought this was Omos's best match since he's been. They've been trying to push him. Seth, of course, Seth Rollins makes you look good, but I, I honestly thought this was a really good match. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I was with Kyle. I mean, it, yeah, it's a bathroom match or whatever. And it, it wasn't great, but I thought I didn't think I thought it was a lot. It exceeded my expectations, I guess. I did use this as my bathroom break um, early on, but when I came back and the match was still going on, I was like, "Oh, okay." And so I saw the I saw the last half of it. Um, I, I agree. This was the best Omos has looked in the ring 
his entire WWE career, I think. And that's a big credit to Seth Rollins because Seth, Seth could bring a wet paper bag to a great match in the ring. I mean, he's just, he's that good. But um, I think I, I, I'm not going to say I enjoyed the match, but it, it wasn't as disrespectful, if you will, uh, I like as I word. expected it to be. Yeah. I like that. That wordage was good. So I, the right person won. He won clean. Um, again, Omos looked the best he's looked in his whole time in WWE. Um, so, I mean, it, it was what it was, but it, I would never want to see that match again. You know, I'm going to disagree with y'all a little bit. The mainstream, I was not entertained by this match at all. And I guess we have to have really low standards if we're starting to rank Omos matches and starting to see improvement in this. I, I saw no improvement. I mean, you could almost predict he was going to win with some sort of mega kick or something off the top rope. I mean, we could have booked this. I think we kind of did book this last week uh, in this match. And yeah, you put Seth in there. It's going to be fun uh, because of who Seth is. But Omos is basically a big, giant waste of time. And maybe when we have the AEW against uh, uh, WWE Super Show one day, we'll have the 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 J, you know Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal's guy against this guy, and we can just in the Pujami, in a Pujami prison match or something, and maybe they'll deliver us the five star excellence we've always wanted. But man, you're KO. This is a bathroom match and a half, and the fact that you're impressed, you know, even you give it a compliment. I feel disrespected as a wrestling fan that you had a respectful comment on this. It just did not deliver. And I saw some comments that there's a lot of backstage praise for Omos. What, what are you praising? I mean, you know, that he, you know, that he maybe put in a fourth move. What, what do you say, Brad? I, I don't get it. So what, you know, and I, like I saw it uh, same here. And the other day I saw, you know, people who's been on the Kyle and other side of disliking Omos totally they were Monday night. Well, why, why did Omos earn a spot into this triple threat? Why isn't he in here? I was like, wait, what did you see the other night that, that made you flip? Like, I mean, yes, he improved, but it wasn't enough to, like, we don't want to see him in the main picture. <laughs> like, just keep him off our TV as much as possible. And Let me be clear. Let me be clear. I am not an Omos fan. The I think that's going to hurt. K KO is now trending. He wants more Omos on his television. No, no, let's not. See, do that. He went, he went, he went from one to five, not ten to fifty. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> he just because it was his best match doesn't mean it was a good match. That when, just means the bar was set so was, extremely was, low. His other matches were so bad that it has to go up, right? That's, it can't go. That's, that's it's more of me praising Seth Rollins for being able to bring Omos to that match than actual Omos. Omos could be fired tomorrow, and it would make my life happy. I, uh, that's harsh. I don't want him to lose his job. But he could be a bodyguard again for Raw Underground, and I would be completely okay with that. But him on my TV, get it, get it how out. About, how about Omos as one of those security guards that comes in and breaks up brawls? Sure. Fantastic. Anything well, other than him being in the ring. That way he can come out. You know, because those guys are so puny, they get thrown thrown all over the place. Well, you bring out Omos as your ultimate security guard. Maybe he's Adam Pierce's bodyguard, and, like, he comes out and he, you know, if there's a fighter, he just sends him out, and he just pulls him up because he's yeah. so big and so strong. Let's do that. Let's just not put him on a, on a pay-per-view again. Yeah, I actually I did want him to be Austin play. Theory's muscle, but they never did that. Yeah, yeah, somebody that needs a lackey like that, and that would be that'd be yeah. fun. All right, so that match was okay. 
we weren't we didn't hate it. Everybody except Matt hated it. Matt hated it. Everyone else thought it was okay for that match. I mean, honestly, I, I when I came into the pay per view, I thought it was going to be trash, and it was wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. I've seen worse matches, so you know if you're going to have them on the card. At least they put name a worse match. Go ahead, I'll, I'll wait. It, it was the worst match of the night. I'm not going to because the, the matches were all great. So yeah. Um, since, but, since but I want to, I'm challenging you. When's the last time you've seen a worst match? Worst match, yeah. uh, Brock Lesnar Omos match. But didn't they, that even have the entry? Could Brock do that? Because I didn't, I didn't know if Brock could f five him. I mean, as he, strong as he is, that was my entry. Could he actually he, do it? But he picked up the Big Show back in the day. Well, that's the day. That's 20 years ago. He, he's aged quite a bit. I don't. It didn't look like it to me. <laughs> he could have fooled me. He looks just as strong as ever. Speaking of strong, Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Um, that triple threat match. Um, pretty much what we thought. Uh, we all come, we, came, we were kind of split on who was going to take the pin. We've all figured that Austin Theory was going to take it some snake, sneezly, or weasley way, and that's what happened here. Um, overall, I thought it was a pretty good match um, for a triple threat. I mean, we got what we thought we were going to get, you know. Theory, letting them beat each other up, trying to sneak in for pins, and and just a lot of big beef. What do you think of this one, Kyle? Uh, it was okay. Um, I I would have preferred it to go a little longer. I think because I'm I'm a big Bronson Reed fan. Uh, by the way, his moonsault off the top rope at that big of a as big as he is, very impressive. Um, but I mean, it, I'm tired of seeing Lashley and Austin Theory in the same ring. Um, I, I feel like that's kind of played out. So, I, I mean, it, it was a decent match. It wasn't great, wasn't bad. It was just kind of there. It was kind of a filler in my mind. Um, so I, I, I didn't mind it, but I didn't hate it. And I, I mean, it, it, it was there. It was an all right match. It was an Austin Theory match. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I like Theory, um, but I mean, it's hard to tell a story. I, I don't know. The match went seven to ten minutes. It's hard to tell a story in the match when it's that short. So, well, yeah, and they haven't really. Theory's just been kind of, I don't know. He hasn't really had a big feud against somebody like Lashley. That's that's old. That that should have been gone two or three months ago. Right. Um, all of a sudden, Bronson Reed comes in. Is there a reason why he just jumped in? He wants a title shot. I think they need to move if they're going to keep Reed going for it. Maybe they need to tell a story between the two before they just have a match. It definitely needs a story, but I mean, as the the match at Backlash, it was okay. Um, nothing, nothing overly impressive to me. Yeah. When I watched this match, I actually this is a true story. I was mad at UKO because you are a Bronson Reed apologist, and when I'm watching this match, I don't see what you see in Bronson Reed. I think Brandon, you're a little bit of a a Bronson Reed apologist too. I think you were kind of taken up for KO last week when we were getting I like into this. But I mean, if you're going, to, I mean, I, I think of Keith Lee and how how bad WWE did him, and he is way better personality in the ring and all that. You remember those matches against? Jakovic or whatever in NXT, where I mean, like five star matches with Keith Lee, you could not bring a five star match out of Bronson Reed. He is he is like a rhino knockoff, and he has no personality as well. I mean, you can put him in a suit in a, a little vignette, and it still doesn't you know make me think you know, oh this is a star right here. Bronson Reed is basically a future jobber, and they they just can't find a personality for him. And you you I mean you have 
five of them him on the roster. There's nothing special. Oh, he can do a moonsault. Well, look out that window. Yeah, maybe he can do a moonsault on Omos one day in a five-star experience or whatever. But Bronson Reed is pretty much worthless, and it, it happened exactly as I expected it to, and maybe he can go back to main event where he belongs, or maybe even NXT and get some seasoning. I'm mad at you, KO, trying to promote Bronson <laughs> YouTube branded, trying to promote Bronson Reed like he's something. Okay, I'm going to let you have your rebuttal first, and then I'll go. Wow. Well, he kind of took my rebuttal. I was going to ask, were you not entertained by the the 350-pounder doing a moonsault, a perfect moonsault off the top rope? Bam Bam Bigelow-esque. Diggs does moonsaults every day, so. (laughs) I'm – Look, every it's he's not everybody's cup of tea. I've I've ran into a lot of people that are in love with Karrion Cross. I'm not a fan. Like I I don't think he's any I don't think he's that great. But I mean, so it's different strokes for different folks. I'll take I'll take the responsibility of pushing Bronson Reed on you because one day when he becomes a star, Matt, you're gonna look back at this situation. You're gonna be like, you know what? KO called it. KO and Brandon called it early on that Bronson Reed's a star. So can be wrestling seventy-year-old rhino in a bingo <laughs> hall. That's what he's gonna be doing. So first uh, off, gore, gore. <laughs> first off, let me say, I love Keith Lee. That's probably my favorite. Like, he, he was my favorite wrestler when he was. I mean, he's still my, one of my favorite wrestlers. But so Keith Lee, there's like no comparison there. Like used like maybe the absolute bar to compare. So. Bronson Reed is not Keith Lee, but I I do like Bronson Reed, and especially in that match, I thought I mean I thought he looked great. Like I thought he was probably the most impressive in that match, still losing. And uh, you know, Theory was great as his character, and hey, I'm gonna sneak a win, find a way to win anyway. But match wise, he didn't do a whole lot. Where it, Bronson Reed was the one who was I mean I thought for the most part Bronson Reed kind of carried that match. You know, Bobby stuck back and did some spears, and then but. But and Bronson did the unimpressive moonsault, but but and then as far as theory, uh, I, is anyone else upset that he's in this world title triple threat? I mean, the U.S. champion, he like, to be. he's a U.S. champion, yeah. so what? nobody else you could put in there because he's going to have a match at Night of Champions anyway. Like, so you're yeah. wait, just basically wasting a spot, like, yeah, I mean, you're gonna put, put Bronson Reed in there. <laughs> I'm, gonna stir, I'm gonna stir the pot up a little bit. Well, it shows you what they think of him, that they have to throw Austin in there to get one more of the six from SmackDown. Get well, Austin needed. did beat him. So. You know they need to put it? They need L.A. Knight. Yeah. 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 That, like, see, yeah, I would have rather him than Austin Theory in there. Or let one of the new NXT guys be in it. Yeah. Mason Waller, that would have been. I like, I like Reed okay. He's nothing special to me. I think he doesn't have – his character. I don't know what he's what is what he's about. He's a mean guy that that doesn't like people and likes to attack people from behind. But he has no he has no character. Like I, I don't yeah, know. He, about. No, yeah, that's where he's like nowhere near when he was bringing up Keith Lee. He's nowhere near because Keith Lee had a personality and character. But like in the ring, Bronson Reed. I mean, he he looks really good in there. But he does need. He's going to need someone to talk for him. Yeah. And that's the whole element of, of my point is if you couldn't make a star out of Keith Lee in the WWE. Well, they could that have. Problem, that that they could have. That, no, that was Vince's fault for changing him yeah. to Bearcat. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they could have. That like, was stupid. 
I still yeah, don't know why we're still calling Seth freaking Rollins. Why can't we just call him Seth Rollins? Why does it be freaking Rollins? I don't get that. I don't know. My son likes it because that's the only time we let him say freaking. <laughs> oh it's a proper noun, so you can say it. Oh, yeah. oh man. But, uh, yeah, that was I, – I thought it was a good match overall. I wasn't terrible, but I like Lee – I like uh, Lee. <laughs> I like Reed's work in the ring. He's got some cool moves, but – he doesn't. His character doesn't do anything for me. I don't. I mean, he's, he's whatever. He's just another wrestler that can do moves off flips off the turnbuckle. I know he's huge, and that's cool. But you know, Viking Raiders got some. They can do some cool things off off the top. Or at least they have a character, and they have some kind of. I would. I, I would rather see Bronson Reed every show than the Viking Raiders. I could not care less about the Viking Raiders. Here, here I got one for you. Bronson Reed or Otis? Oh, Otis for sure. For Otis? sure. Otis or Otis? Oh, Otis, not Otis. Otis. <laughs> He's going to Otis. You know that, right? It's, it's- I know. the War Raiders back before they got the Viking gimmick put on some bangers in NXT. So you got to let them. Hey, at least it's not the Viking, the Viking experience. At least it's not that. They <laughs> <laughs> off of that after one week. It was an awful experience. Oh. Well, they got so many bad uh, comments. I think they they at least changed it. That was that was the worst name I've ever heard. All right. So next match, Rhea Ripley, Zelina Vega. Um, all right, Brandon. This this was your miss here. Uh, you thought it was going to the hometown girl. What did you think of the match? Well, you, no, no, I still I said Rhea would retain. No, 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 no. No, okay, okay, Corey. Uh, no, I said Where's your theory? Oh, wait, here's hey. theory. He's like, oh, well, I, this is who I think is going to, but but no, my heart of heart. But, but they still I, gave Zelina her moment. They had she had her pre-match moment. She got she got she got emotional. She had her moment. She had her family there. It was it was a re- really cool to you know she got that moment. I, I I saw some of the backlash of her crying. Like it's like let her have her moment. She she earned it. She enjoyed it. And people were giving a hard time about that, and I, I didn't like that. But, uh, but like Rhea, I mean, it's Rhea Ripley, and she she's going to hold that title for a while, and uh, she she gets stronger every every show. Uh, her her character, her in ring. I mean, like you know, I don't know if WWE will ever do it, but it was always Charlotte I wanted to see go against. I want to see Rhea go up against some dudes. Like you know, I, I want to see her go against anybody because it just well. But maybe not Zelina again because she just overpowered her. But I, like the toughest person, I want to see Rhea go against because she's how about she goes so strong and takes the U.S. title from Austin Theory because oh yeah, whoop Austin awesome. Theory. But like, who was it? She stood up to the other. Oh, she scared Tazawa the other night. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was Tazawa Tazawa. Just, well, let's let's he, be real. Tazawa he took Yeah, but it was still, it was still funny. She like he wasn't scared of Dom Dom. He was scared of Zawa, he's he's still roaming around in the backstage looking for that 24-7 title. I'm glad that's gone. That's one positive. <laughs> he's still looking for that. Because that's the only time you ever see him is in the back back uh stage area. Yeah, this was a no-brainer. Zelina just uh, you know, when you have the eyeball test, she does not, you know, you put Rhea in the ring and Zelina in the ring. It's, you know, Zelina's not ever going to beat Rhea in any fantasy booking thing unless she gets some sort of 
Rey Mysterio vibe or something, which I know they're trying to play up. Uh, but at least in the women's division, you don't see that underside. You know, Alexa Bliss maybe, but that's why I think they have a hard time finding storylines for Alexa right now is because she's not as believable against some of these really talented uh, female athletes that they have. Uh, so, you know, I think that they, you know, need to develop something with Zelina. I'm glad they're trying something. Uh, but to me, this was a no-brainer victory for, for Rhea. And, it, you know, it, it was entertaining as far as you had, the crowd was into it. But there was no chance where I thought Zelina was going to win this match at all. Wait, is she coming back? I think she's coming back with Bray Wyatt. Oh, oh no, I'm uh, sorry. I'm, I'm writing storylines over here. They, they would never do that. Bring back a good character like that. Can't do that. I, uh, I mean, I thought, I thought it was a, it was a decent match. It wasn't bad. I was happy for Zelina. She came out. The Puerto Rico flag looked great. Uh, her, her entrance was great. And I like after the match, giving her that moment in the ring by herself to kind of just take it all in. This was more of a sentimental match, uh, in my opinion. Like you said, there was no real chance that Zelina was beating Rhea Ripley. I mean, it's Rhea bloody Ripley. I mean, she wasn't going to get beat. So um, The crowd was hot, too, for that match. The crowd was very hot. But uh, I, it went how it was supposed to. Zelina got her moment. She got the moment in the big stage. I'm okay with it. it. It happened like it was supposed to. There wasn't a lot of interference from outside. So, and she threw a chancla. So, shout out to Zelina. All right. Anybody else got any thoughts on that one? We, we good? Uh, next one, the should have been main event, uh, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. I don't know if, if you guys are in uh, agreement to that, but I thought this one should have been the main event. I always wanted to shout out that I called Carlito coming back. Uh, Matt, we had that one on. Yeah, yeah. We talked, we were discussing that last week, Matt, and I said, hey, what about Carlito? Let's bring everybody back. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah, and what I really loved about this match was you saw Bad Bunny looked like a legitimate yeah, like you know, this was not you know, pompous. He 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 looked like he could beat up you know uh, Damian Priest, and he stood you know toe 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 to toe with him. I loved the match. I lo- I didn't even think it needed the crazy middle. It it was good enough to stand on its own. And you know, I I really liked how they kind of you know mentioned that this was Bad Bunny's not somebody who comes in as a one off. That he really worked at it, and you could really see that. Very impressed for me. Match of the night. I, I loved it. Yeah, it was a fantastic match. I mean, Bad Bunny, like, you know, the other matches he's had, he looked great, and this was no different. I mean, he, he was great just when it was a regular match, when it was a street fight, you know, no matter how it w- was, he was he was great. Like, he, he knew when to get the weapons and how to use them. He knows how to, you know, maneuver the ring. He, he's high flyer. He's super athletic. For I mean, dude, dude, dude was at Coachella two weeks ago, and now he's starring at Backlash. Like, I mean, just – I mean, he's – Dating Kendall Jenner, I mean, who wouldn't want to be Bad Bunny, right? He's 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 living the life and just dominating everything he does. I mean, he's I mean, it was a fantastic match, and Damian Priest was fantastic in the match too. I mean, both of them. I mean, you know, I, I, y'all, I, I don't know. I know some people picked Damian just because they thought, hey, Damian's not going to lose this match, but it was just both of them were great, and 
uh, I, I'd go back and watch it over. It's one of those, not many matches. There's all those certain matches you'll go watch over. This is one I'd want to go watch again because it was entertaining all the way through it. Uh, but I hope they bring Bad Bunny back again. And then the crowd. I mean, the crowd was great all night. But from once Bad Bunny hit the hit, came out, the the place was just going nuts. And every time his song played, they were. And then when he won, it, like it had those. They went pan the faces like those those shock moments, like when Brock beat Taker or when. The Miz be ordinary had you had so many fans with their facial expressions were great. So, so Brandon, are you calling Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny WrestleMania forty? Hey, I said I want to see them t- be a tag team. Yeah, I want to I want to see them be a tag team. I I like them both. I think they both men are incredible in the ring for not doing that full time. I mean that's that's just something to behold. Uh, Kyle, what do you got on this match? Uh, I'm with Matt. Matt to the night. Um, it was. It, it should have been the main event, I believe. Um, Bad Bunny from the entrance, which was the entrance of the night. Uh, the whole crowd, Chambea, Allah. It was. It was fantastic. Didn't know what they were saying, but it was. It got me hyped. It got me hyped. I didn't know what they were doing, but it. It got me hyped. Um, I thought it was a great match. Damien. Damien had a a tough task. We know. You know. Off off screen, Damien and Bad Bunny are best friends. So it's same thing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It's easy to work with your best friend in the ring. But Damien had the job of protecting a global superstar, like not letting him get hurt at all. And Damien did a fantastic job of protecting Bad Bunny throughout that match. Yes, Bad Bunny took some bumps. The bump through the table off the production crates was wild but even then you see Damien cut Bad Bunny's head to make sure he's not going to get hurt so um, kudos to Damien for taking care of Bad Bunny like I said a global superstar that that's a lot of pressure on Damien to try and and make sure that this this man doesn't get hurt but Bad Bunny Logan Paul though celebrities like that that actually put in the work to work on their craft Pat McAfee form do what Except Pat McAfee as well. Yeah, Pat McAfee. Those that come in there and and put in the work to perform, I love to see it, and I love to see them succeed. Match of the night, hands down, should have been the main event. Shout out to Bad Bunny. Puerto Rico was rocking. It was like a concert during his entrance. It was it was best best thing of the show was the Bad Bunny and Damian match for sure. What what about the Bunny Destroyer he did? I mean the the finisher. That yes. Was, oh, that yeah, was like, like he does some incredible stuff, but then I wasn't expecting that. Like, and that's the way. Like that was just a. And then uh, as far as Carlito, like uh, he he's got like one of the coolest. You know, certain people have like little talkings above their music before. Carlito's is one of the best. When when that hits, you just like you do it's Carlito coming out, and you get kind of. But and Brett did call it. Yeah, I know. I was just kind of. It was halfway a, a joke, but I, I, you know, you never know when they go to these shows that especially with the way they've been pushing the LWO lately, you know, I know I read it was a one-off, but I wouldn't be surprised if they. Cause that, well, from what I've been told, their merchandise sales have been off the charts. I really wish they'd give them a little bit more of a push. Maybe, maybe give a, give them some kind of title run. Maybe, you know, get, give some, get that on, get a belt on somebody. Um, and kind of give them a push up the card because, you know, they're, it's, it's kind of a hot thing right now. And it's, you know, WWE doesn't do a great job of 
of putting people over like that. And it's kind of just put itself over. So I think they need to take advantage of it and, and let it, and run with it. Yeah, Kyle made really good points. And, you know, we, we talked about Bad Bunny and – but Damian Priest, the facial expressions, you know, that Damian Priest was – when he was in the figure four and, you know, he was really selling it up for Bad, uh, for bad Bunny. And I didn't consider Kyle's point about having to really take care of him and the stress of that. And he did that very, very well. So – Kudos to Kyle for getting something right in his lack of uh, success on, on this uh, backlash prediction side of things. Uh, he nailed this one. I had to make my picks at work like I'm doing now. So I wasn't fully involved in the show. So that that's, I blame work for that. That's, that's his new theory. KO theory number 432. Do not do my picks at work. Otherwise, they won't be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So next time, I'm going to make sure I'm in the comfort of my own home and I'll make more educated picks. Right. And, and KO, KO Theory is going to be the tag team of uh, Kevin Owens and Austin Theory one day. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, Savio Vega looks super old, and it was kind of depressing. Yeah, it was cool to see him, but yeah, he definitely... it was cool to see him, but he he was he was he, he looked kind of struggling. He wasn't taking any bumps. Yeah, speaking of looking awkward, you know, so we saw how awful Snoop Dogg and these other people look when they do moves. And then you see Bad Bunny, it's like a total 180. <laughs> but gentlemen, to quote uh, K- Kenny Omega, I have to wish you a fair adieu. And uh, I look forward to uh, popping on and, and watching the rest of it. And uh, maybe KO can be right about something on the rest of this show. I'm going to challenge him. And encourage him to, to step up and be be the leader, be the the stunner that we need him to be for the rest of this show. Well, thanks hey. thanks for joining us, Matt. We appreciate it. Hey, take it easy, Matt. Just keep fighting. I'm gonna just keep guessing, and I'll get one right eventually. <laughs> guessing is the key word with you, from what we learned last week. So. We have a we have a couple of pay per views here in a few weeks, and maybe we can uh, have you back on for those. Matt, thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate you. Thank you, Matt. That is the professor himself, Matt Diggs. Thanks him for joining us. Um, well, that's not fair. He's a professor. He's supposed to get things right. Yeah, yeah. He, he has to be here, right? Correct. Is, yeah, I'm not a professor, so I don't have to get things right. <laughs> no, you're. you're we're gonna we're gonna start uh, put. Did you, did Brandon? You, did you say it was the uh, KOCM tag team? Is that what you were going for? The theories. <laughs> Right. Me and Corey would make a good tag team. All right. Me and Corey, it would be the, called the uh, That's So Dope tag team, is what it would be called. Oh, that's a, there's, a, there's a cool show coming out uh, oh, on our right. network here pretty soon. That's So Dope. Yeah. I still want to be a guest on that. Hey, you're talking to the wrong person. I, we, me and Kyle, we didn't got invitations to That's So Dope yet. So it's above your pay grade. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm, I'm not in that. I'm not in the know on that. But I, I did hear from a birdie that there possibly in a few weeks there'll be a our first episode released on the Disrespect Sports Network. So all right, so let's go on to the next match. We have the the match that no one got right. The Usos and so and and I thought it was a great my only my only thought was I'm thinking the only reason they 
that went the way it went because they want to extend the storyline as long as they possibly can. They're not quite ready to pull the trigger on solo turning on anybody. They, you know, we, we, I think if you'd have, if you'd have told me bet which way it was going to go and how it was going to end, I would have said that Sokoa is taking out the Usos at the end after they lose. And I would have, I would have felt really good about it, but uh, that's not the way it happened. Fellas, what did, what did you think? The match was overall, the match was great though. I see. I, I don't know if it was because it followed the the Damian and Bad Bunny match, but it wasn't. I wasn't impressed. Hold on, somebody else talk. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. I thought I thought it was a good match. Uh, the you know I, I I keep so everything Solo does. I know some people don't like, but I I, I think it was Diggs. He's gone, but I think he's the one that wasn't impressed with Solo. But just the yeah. way like there, he he. He he looks so annoyed with his brothers, and he just but and so he's like he's going to strike, he's going to strike, and it keeps you it keeps you hanging to when you he's know, finally going to do something to him. And eventually, they, and they, what's going to happen? Yeah, and just what's going to happen? And they keep dropping those little Easter eggs, and uh, just but but the way it ended there, not a, like I but I, I didn't like we said we didn't expect the Usos to win, uh, the Bloodline to win, but uh, I I still with Sammy and Kevin, I'm just I, I'm I'm still. I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen to them with the titles because we know they're not going to be on the pay-per-view. So, are they, I, but I don't know if they have a match lined up to, to drop them. And like, so are, is that belt just not going to be defended or I'm still waiting to see what happens there. And I, I so I, I don't know. I, I was surprised they didn't like actually make that like an impromptu title match the other night, but uh, I, I still don't know what's going on there, but it, I thought it was a good match. Um, so I, my thing, the reason I said, I, I think it was because it was after that bad bunny Damian priest match. It was that come down afterwards. And this truthfully kind of tired of seeing them in the ring with the, with the bloodline. Um, I was just ready for them to move on. I'm kind of ready for them to move on to a title campaign with somebody else. I'm ready for the bloodline story to advance, which it kind of is. We see, we keep seeing, Glimpses of Solo. Solo nearly took out, uh, who was it, Jay? Solo nearly took Jay out with a uh, Samoan spike. So, And then we had the rough tag, too. And yeah. Looking at his chest at the end, he was like, yeah. He didn't like There's a, a ton of tension in the bloodline, which that intrigues me. That story intrigues me. The Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing, it's almost like, it's almost like, cool, they got the tag titles at Mania. Now what? And there was no there was no follow up after that. They didn't have a plan after that. Well, who's who's uh who's next in line? Because they really haven't built anybody to be a next in line title opera. Yeah, title contender. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And they don't have. There's not any tournament or number one contender matches coming up for the tag team. So I that's that's what I'm saying. I where are they going with this? What's what's going on after that? And um, so I'm just kind of disappointed in the the follow-up that happened with KO and Sammy. Um, but I think the Bloodline storyline, it's coming to an end sooner rather than later. But I am fully on board with this Bloodline story. I think it's the most intriguing storyline going on in WWE right now. In wrestling, really. I would even group AEW into that. Um, it's the most intriguing storyline in my mind. So, um, well, I, and, I, and, Roman, and Roman's returning Friday. The first that's, time that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But overall, the match wasn't bad. I mean, you put these six men in the ring together, they're not gonna have a bad match. The match wasn't bad. I'm just kind of 
you know, just I, I, it, that come down off that Damien and Bad Bunny match, then followed up with this one. I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it like normal matches. That's tough when it come back. It's almost like you should have stuck the, uh, the Omas Seth Rollins match there. <laughs> Give people a chance to catch their breath, go to the bathroom, and then, you know, have the next match because, yeah, it was it was tough. I think it, to me it was a I like the match. I'm intrigued on where they're going with it, but I'm like you, uh, Kyle. I just don't know where they go with Sammy and KO from here. Um, it's not like they've done a great job building other tag teams. It's been the Bloodline and Sammy and KO for the last three or four months, and nobody else is really. I mean, you've got. I mean, who else do you have? You've got. Um, Street Profits, I like them. Um, I mean, you got Alpha Academy, but are are they splitting up soon, or are they not? Well, you, you thought they might split them up in the draft, but they wouldn't do that. That'd have been too easy. Um, I, I just don't know. You've got you got your favorite tag team, Kyle. You've got Braun Strowman and Ricochet. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, know. I guess I'm, but. Those are two babyface teams, you know. Same thing with the Street Profits and KO and Sammy. Those are two babyface teams. So you don't want to have babyface right. against yeah. Baby. yeah, pretty deadly. They haven't came up to the main roster, and, and they don't need to. They need to just stay where they're at. Um, I'm not a fan of them, but I mean, it's another team. No, they, they, they did. They did come up. Well, they are, but they, they, they haven't debuted or anything. They debuted yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I, I don't know what the plan is for, for KO and Sammy, but it almost feels like their title run is now just – like that, that like I said earlier, it's like they got to Mania. Okay, we're going to give them the titles, but they had nothing on the follow-up after that. They had nothing lined up after that. It was just oh, like – just keep fighting the Usos to in, in eternity. Yeah. I, yeah and, and, and to be honest with you, I, lo- I like Matt Riddle. I don't think he needs to be involved in this story. Um I think there is a story of Matt Riddle in the bloodline because uh, Solo took him out. So that story's there, but he why is he with KO and Sammy? Just so they, what about Randy Orton returns and they and they go after the titles that they had before? That's babyface, babyface again, though. Unless Sammy Randy and Orton. turn heel. Or, well, wait, or wait, Matt Riddle. But you can bring Randy back as a heel. So yeah, yeah. Randy comes back and just RKO's everybody out, out of nowhere. But if Randy comes back as a heel, they're not going to pair him with Matt Riddle, a babyface for RK Bro. Now I can see Randy coming back, hugging Riddle, and then hitting him with an RKO and going off. And they feud. Yeah, I can see that happening, but that still gives us nothing with the tag title. So I don't know what they do. I, I, I figured it out. I know who's I know who's about to win the tag titles in the next couple of weeks. Genders guys into sheer because we're oh, going to Saudi. Oh, they're God. going to Saudi. <laughs> they're going to Saudi. They they got to take them off of Kevin Kevin and oh, Sammy for the gosh. thing. Uh, hey, hometown hometown guys. I mean, oh. that's how the WWE does it, right? Oh, no, please, it's not what no. I want. But please, it, no. it, is that not how how the WWE does things? Is that not something the WWE oh, would do? Let's let's pair up, Kyle, me and you, and we'll go have a match with with Sammy and KO. Yeah, okay. I didn't say I want that. Might as well. Is that, not some, is that not something they would do? It is, but you would hope that they don't do it. But, yeah, it is something they would do. I just think – I think they'll just leave the tag titles off Night of Champions just because Sammy 
can't go there. So what's your <laughs> what's your excuse? Because that when they didn't come out and like, say, oh well, Sammy and KO because of you know their beliefs or whatever. Do we do we even know? That all championships are going to be defended that night. Like I understand, it's called Night of Champions, but you're going to have the Brock Cody match. That's not a championship match. You may have, you could have EO and Bailey, which is not a not a, a title match. Like, are all do we know all titles are going to be defended? Roman is Roman even going to have a match? Who's his opponent? Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, it, it may be. Gosh. Okay. So hey, if you're not going to have a tight title match, they could come out and feud with the Bloodline. You could have uh, Ginger Mahal's group against the Bloodline. No. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not going to have a tag title match, then have like a triple threat or a fatal four way ladder tag team match, and that they're grabbing to be number one contenders to face Kevin and Sammy that next Monday. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So so but say least, you do that. Say you do that. Championship. Huh? Then who are you going to put in there, Brandon? Well, you're going to do Braun and Ricochet for sure. Uh, the Street Profits. Alpha Academy. Pretty deadly. You could put LWO, Imperium. Like, they got tag teams. Yeah, yeah the, the, those Imperium. Uh, so the, and they did start teasing that they're not in, uh, uh, Imperium and uh, Kevin Sammy. Yeah. They started teasing yeah, that. that they're not a- – that is something I could get interested in. Imperium. Yeah, versus okay. I like the little. I like the little bit they did too. Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> and I love when Kevin said he he says general funny. Yeah. <laughs> the ring general. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be coming back next week, so we'll see yeah. if they if they continue that or they just forget it and happened. Here's you my know, fear though: is Gunther's going to come back and they're going to make this another. Three person tag, Riddle's gonna be involved somehow. Oh gosh. And Gunther I, I, Riddle, the dream match we all wanted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, seeing Riddle take those chops from Gunther would be outstanding though, because Riddle that can is true. like a mother. So if seeing him take those chops would be something. Well, so they'll come up with something and we can then we'll just tear it apart and uh disagree with it, I'm sure. Um but speaking of tearing each other apart. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes, main event. Guys, I don't know if I, I may have shared this with Kyle, but I didn't even see this match live. Like, I, I thought the pay-per-view was over. I'd forgotten about this match. And it went to kind of like a commercial deal. I thought, oh, that's the end of the show. And so I turned it off. And, yeah, then I caught this one later. And, I mean, honestly, man, they said that the blood was part of the, for the match, but I thought it might not have been at first. Um, because man, it was a massive cut that Brock took. Um, well, he he agreed to it beforehand. He he cut himself hard way, like he he hit the the turnbuckle on purpose intentionally to draw blood. Like he, man, he hit hard way. But man, that was a nasty. I mean, and you don't see blood on WWE a whole lot. Well, and you didn't really hold on. And and I my thinking was Brandon that you know this is the reason why he lost is because he was bleeding so much that's going to be his excuse you know well I took I took a hit and you know I was bleeding otherwise I'd have beat Cody Rhodes yada yada um, and now that's turned into I don't know if that's why they're doing the fight because you know it's turned into it's you know he bled so much and now well he just wants to straight fight him instead of wrestling him. 
Well, you know, well, also, and also because they had the wonky finish, it's like, well, if, if we have a fight, we can't have a, you know, you can't just kind of, because it was kind of like, you know, Cody had the, Cody had the steel win and, you know, it was like Brock had him and then Cody, so he's like, if we have a fighter, well, you know, whatever, but they're using it multiple angles, but also it's like, yeah, the way it ended, he's like, okay, you know, they're gonna have another match because it didn't end technically clean, even though it was a pin. Yeah. You know, Brock had him. I mean, Cody looked like he was about to pass out, and then, man, it just uh, that was, I was, it was a lot of blood. It was almost like a Moxley match with the amount of blood. Yeah. Uh, I if, just yeah, if you, in a Brock match, if you, if you see blood, you think Brock's going to make the other dude bleed. Uh huh. Yeah, that's usually the way it works, and and I, that just really surprised me the amount of blood there was. I I liked the match. I, I thought it was a really good match. Um, you know, it wasn't like the greatest match of the whole night, but it was it was solid. Um, no, it was good except the fin- I mean, just the finish. It was kind of strange, yeah. And I I don't know, um, if you hadn't have had the bad bunny match on the card, this one would have been right up there. But yeah, that match kind but, of shadowed everything. But if you're gonna finish the way you did, I think they should have swapped those matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that finish would have been as bad as the third match from the end, but as the ending of the show, you could have ended the show with Bad Bunny getting that Puerto Rican pop and then went off the air. Yeah. Well, and I thought it was weird that, again, Brock showed up the next night. I thought that was really weird. Um, well, yeah. I thought it was going to be – well, after the way it ended, I thought it was going to be a little predictable. I mean, just because, you know, like we said, we thought Cody, but then it's like, okay, well, Brock's going to come. Do but I thought he was going to come during the – the, I thought Cody was going to win the first match, and then against Seth, then Brock was going to come. Yeah. All right, Kyle, go ahead. You're uh, if you're available, we can go ahead and uh, get your thoughts here. So, I, I I didn't care for the Brock Cody match either. Um, there was a lot that I liked on this show. There was a lot that I didn't like on this show. Um, but this match just, I, there was no. We still, to this day, have no explanation on why Brock attacked Cody, that why he turned on Cody. There's no explanation for that. Paul Heyman. Huh? It's Paul Heyman, right? I mean, that's what we all assume, right? Brock and Paul still buddies in the – Oh, I mean, I guess, but nobody's told us that. They haven't. They haven't. And that's what I'm going to assume until told otherwise, that Paul Heyman had something to do with it because – Yeah. I mean, but – I just the match, the blood was a nice added added feature to it. I wish WWE did more of that, um, especially on like Hell in the Cell or Steel Cage matches where it's warranted, or so like need, to blow off a feud. So you need a Moxley special on every every pay per view. Sometimes, but if you noticed what WWE did because they're so PG, they quit showing Brock's face. Like once it was real bloody, they just shot him from behind, so they couldn't show his face. And then on Monday when they replayed it. They replayed it in black and white, so you couldn't see the blood. That's just, just come on. It's, I know. So I mean, um, my thing is, it's PG, but kids bleed. You know, it, it happens. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I didn't care for the match too much. It, it went how I expected it to. Um, I didn't. I mean, I expected Cody to win. The, I didn't like the ending. I thought it was. I mean, he's got him in a, a Kimura lock, and then Cody shifts his weight, and you're telling me big old Brock couldn't push out of that like i don't know i just i didn't like how it ended i don't like this whole feud they got going um it's confusing 
it, it's confusing. It doesn't make any sense. And it looks like we're still going to get at least three more weeks of it. I hope that it's the end of it at night at champions, but I have a bad feeling that it's probably not. Yeah. That's, that's my thinking too. I think we are, we're not near done with this. They're going to beat each other up and then, you know, Cody's got to rise from the ashes and then, you know, what's he going to do? Have to win the rumble again to get back to. I, I would have him winning the rumble. What I would do with Cody is because since him and Roman are on separate brands, how is he supposed to get back to him to finish the story? What I would do, I would have Cody win money in the bank. That way he can cash in whenever. And knowing Cody, he's not going to do some slick, oh, you're beating down, let me cash in. He's going to tell him, hey, at SummerSlam, I'm cashing in and I'm coming for you. Yeah, I like that. I see Cody winning money in the bank. I don't – it would be dumb for him to win Royal Rumble again because, I mean, there's there's no point. But I can see him winning money in the bank for sure. And then he doesn't have to wait. He can cash it in at SummerSlam, like you said. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, See, Matt, when you watch this back, I did get something right. See? Look at that. <laughs> that yeah, you got you to keep record of it so you'll uh, be able to look. I, I think, you know, it's possible. I also read where they're trying to get um, Roman Reigns' title reign past Hulk Hogan, which would put him next September or something like that, keeping the belt. So I don't know. That's a long time to draw him out. You know, I don't know what their ultimate put over is. And I don't, honestly don't think – Cody needs to – he doesn't – he wants to finish his story, but does it have to be Cody he puts over? Cody's already so over. That's why I always thought that maybe Solo, you put him over at some point. Um, I don't know. No, you know Matt's not a Solo fan. Me and Brandon, Kyle, I don't, Kyle how, are you, how are your thoughts on Solo? I, I love Solo. I think they have I think they have done everything right with Solo from the moment he stepped foot on the main roster. Um, Could you class- see that as they – they use him. They put. He finally gets fed up with being Roman Reigns' henchman and and keeping the belt. And he eventually turns on Roman, and then he he's the one that dethrones him and takes over head of the bloodline. I don't necessarily think he's going to. I don't think I don't think him or the Usos are beating Roman. But what I do think happens is that they cost Roman the championship somehow. They don't come out and help him. Or something. I feel like they're involved in him losing the title, but I don't think directly one of them takes the title from Roman. So you do? Do you think it's Cody then? That he, I think Cody takes it at SummerSlam. Does he, does he need it though? Talking about trying to put somebody over. This is a huge like. This is almost like Undertaker streak. Yes, I know it was like a bunch of matches, but this has been what three years worth of winning matches in a row. Like this could put someone over for the rest of their career. Does Cody Rhodes need that? I don't think he needs it. You could really put somebody over. But Solo is getting over right now just being associated with the bloodline. Like his his stock is rising. True, in- but if he if he were to be the one that dethroned the head of the table and takes over the table, Roman Reigns takes some time off and he continues to run things. I mean, that would he would be immediately over as a legit top star. But the but the problem is from ever since Cody stepped foot back in WWE, the whole story around him has been getting this WWE championship. Yeah. That has been the story from night one when he entered the WWE. So are you just going to throw that to the wayside to give Solo a title? I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think Cody has to finish the story. It has to be – Cody has to take it from Roman in order to complete his, his story. Now, what happens after that, who knows? But I don't – 
I don't think – no, I don't think Cody needs a title. I don't think Solo needs a title necessarily. I think they can both grow without a title. But I think storyline-wise, with everything you've done with Cody, it would be it would be creative suicide to not give him the title after you've built up him getting a title this whole time. But we are talking about the WWE. This is true. So who knows? <laughs> Brandon, how would you write it up? Oh, man, I, I really don't know what they're going to do. But, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't see Cody winning at SummerSlam. I think it's going to be a little longer than that. Uh, I, he may win money in the bank, but I don't, he, he may, I don't know how they're going to maneuver that because even if he wins money in the bank, I don't know if he'll take it from Roman or if he'll go after this other title, you know, the one on Raw, or, or maybe he, you know, maybe he beats Brock again this week. And when he goes and tries to win money in the bank, Brock takes him out again. You, you just, I mean, that seems like something they would do. And so I just don't know what's next for Roman because he's going to have a match at money in the bank. So it'd be interesting to see. Uh, well, he's also going to have a match at Night Champions. So first, we got to see who he faces there. He's going to win, and then see how kind of where they go from there. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely looking ahead, though, uh, guys, to our next episode. Possibly, uh, we should have a big a big uh, big preview show on episode eight here, most likely. I have. Also, NXT Battleground. I don't know if we'll, we can maybe just touch on it if there's some things we want to touch on. And then uh, AEW's Double or Nothing the next night. That's Memorial uh, Day weekend. Um, three shows right there. Big, big wrestling shows. Big weekend. Should be some uh, fun matches and storylines. That you know we've we hadn't talked to AEW in a while, but there's some there's some matches and storylines building over there. We know they. Do, tend to do a better job of telling those stories. And there's some interesting ones right now that, that I'm looking forward to. You've got the pillars four-way match. You've got uh, the elite kind of fighting off the uh, BCC. You've got lots of, lots of things coming up. And so, um, and we know NXT, they always pretty much deliver on those, those shows. I haven't watched one in a while, but they still tend to deliver as far as, you know, good matches. Um, so, you know, with not of champions there to start off the weekend should be three good shows and hopefully some good stuff to talk about. And uh, I look forward to it. I agree. I'm, I'm looking forward to AEW's double or nothing. I think that's going to be Tony Khan never puts on a bad pay-per-view. So um, really looking forward to that. I, I'm, I'm not really excited about night of champions for WWE just because you're only giving it three weeks. Like we just had a pay-per-view. And you turn around and having another one. So what kind of build? I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of rematches at Night of Champions. So uh, I'm not really looking forward to it. And I'm going to be honest with you, I know zero about what's going on in NXT. So, yeah. well, and we, it's still. I mean, their shows are usually pretty short. You know, they're you know four to five matches, but they always seem to deliver. It'll be interesting to see um, if any of those title changes are done. You know, we've got a couple of NXT people that have moved up. They've got the women's ta- tournament that may cult- that may accumulate at not at uh, not not of champions um, at NXT Battleground, and so we might we'll see a new champion there. What will they do with the, the women's tag champions? They're currently now on the main roster. Um, you still got Braun Breaker breaking people's bodies in NXT, so I'm sure he'll probably have a match against someone. So 
Well, that's intrigued there. Well, at least some talk about it, and we can make some picks anyway. Kyle, you just guess anyway, right? So, you know. Yeah, I don't get anything right, so it doesn't matter. Hey, it's a 50 50 show, right? You know who the people are, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So. Well, we'll have a we'll have our, a show sometime before then, and uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed tonight's show. Um, we'd like to thank Matt for joining us tonight, and uh, we're gonna have to send out a a, a hashtag. Where is Jeremy? We're, we're missing you, Jeremy. We've been, you missed you the last two shows. I don't know what happened. Be out on He's hopefully we can get him back with us and and uh, have another good roundtable discussion. For those of you listening or, or not subscribing to us, we have, we're on all podcast platforms. So if you want to listen to us going down the road in your car, you can subscribe to the Disrespect Sports Network and we'll have all our shows on that stream. Um, and uh, also we're on the L4 Media YouTube channel and audio version. Um, and then, of course, our nice little video version we've got here that we're doing a lot tonight. So for, for our next episode, just remember to follow us at YouTube, our YouTube channel. We'll put the uh, the date and all that out for the next show. And that way you'll know when we're going to be live. And, uh, again, I'd like to thank everyone for uh, tuning in tonight and for uh, Brandon and KO. I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here on the Disrespect Sports Network. Off the ropes, episode seven. We'll catch you next time. Tambea. Hola.